Intuitive Homeopathy Podcast. Welcome to the Intuitive Homeopathy Podcast. This is Angelica, and today I am interviewing Heather Stafford, who is a homeopath, and her website is www.hopewithhomeopathy.com. And she has two boys that she helped heal of autism and PDD NOS, as well as pandas and Lyme pans, and Chiari malformation um, with homeopathy, among other things, natural health, like essential oils and gemotherapy. And Heather uh, also has a background as a nurse. So she has a pretty um, wide array of um, medical knowledge to share with you today. And what I love about Heather's story is how much she used basic constitutional homeopathy and well-known remedies um, to help heal her family. And we're going to talk about some of those remedies today. So I think Hunter was really a dramatic change, like immediately. Yeah, he he did Belladonna first. He was in school. And at the time when we started, he was still having a lot of emotional outbursts at school he would get very frustrated quickly and you know they would have to pull him out you know do some sensory things with him help him calm down but I think it was about 10 days they emailed me and they were like I know that you guys are doing different things uh, different therapies different interventions they were like I can't believe the change in him it was immediate like 10 days in they're like he's not crying anymore He's more focused. He's able to complete tasks without being reminded a lot. And they were like, whatever you're doing, because I never would tell them, you know, what was happening or what we changed or if we changed anything, because I wanted to get a real read of how things were going. And they were like, it's a miracle. Like, he's such a different child. And then after we started, because he was six and he was never able to coordinate the movements to to ride a bike like even a a tricycle was hard because he just couldn't get everything dialed in to do it and it wasn't long after we started that he was riding a bike without training wheels at all he just took off it was like something had just clicked in his brain to get all of those things going and it was amazing I, I think I still to this day I have a video of him just taking off on that bike without training wheels. And my husband was like, this is magic. <laughs> he was so surprised. Amazing. Can you describe those specific remedies and what they were good for treating in him? Well, there was, there was always a high level of inflammation. Like looking back, even in infancy, I could see, you know, the the typical brain on fire, like, any little bit of stress was like triggered a rage or a meltdown or, you know, some kind of an emotional outburst. And it just, I guess, immediate pull down the brain and things just started working the way that they were supposed to, you know, he was able to engage with kids socially. And as he got older, you know, all those things just improved more and more. Like he, he understood the social cues 
he understood empathy and, and sympathy for other people. Um, you just, it, it's so hard to explain like how he just transformed into such a sweet, empathetic, kind little boy versus when we were struggling with just simple tasks and he would get so upset and so stuck, you know? Definitely had that feeling. I mean, they were both going through that same cycle together because they were both very sick. They would attack each other. I mean, we'd have to pull them apart. They'd be hitting each other, kicking each other, biting each other, biting me. Um, and he was a little thing, you know, he was small for his age, underweight, but the strength once that fight or flight kicked in was so intense, you know, it would take me and my 220 pound husband to like, just, you know, give him that bear hug to get him to calm down, to get that anxiety and that panic and that rage just to like, you know, hold him as tight as you could. It was, it was terrifying. <laughs> I mean, there's no other words when your child is going through something so dramatic and traumatic that they can't control. And you could tell, like, you could tell, like, once it would kick in, the, the way that their eyes look, they're, they're red, they're hot, they're mad, their pupils are dilated. And, and both of your sons had Chiari malformation. Can you describe what that is? Or just one? Just, just Hunter, just Hunter. Um, basically, it's a structural malformation and the brain doesn't sit exactly where it should in the skull. So it kind of falls down onto the spinal cord. And he actually had the Chiari. It wasn't terrible, but it was enough to cause that really awful headache. And then he had the, the, the fluid leak in the spine, which was just minor. And the neurosurgeon said, you know, but after like 18 months, because we would go like every six months and have a sedated general anesthesia MRI, it got better. Now, his scientific was like, well, sometimes they just get better. But we knew why they got better. It, it was amazing that, you know, we could physically see that the inflammation had gotten better enough for it to go back up to where it's supposed to be in the skull. And there were some other things that you did to reduce inflammation too, right? Like the neuroprotect, I remember, was something. Oh, yeah. We still actually, we all take it because it's such, like, I'm not huge on taking a whole bunch of pills or supplements or anything. Like, I, I, I definitely believe less is more, but that was something that was pretty life-changing for all of us getting the inflammation down. And there was also this kind of parallel picture to the acuteness of this inflammation because your husband is a policeman. And so he would be in this world of investigating violent crimes and then he would come home and his boys would be fighting and there's just this kind of intensity uh miasmatically in the family to fight or flight, survival, um, violence. And 
that healed as we healed with homeopathy too, right? Eventually your husband moved out of that job. And I just think it's important for people to realize that that what their kids are experiencing may also be a part of the larger environment of the home with the jobs that the parents have. Absolutely. I mean, the whole family dynamic and not just your in your four walls, you know, external family dynamics that are stressful and triggering. And I think of all the things that I've learned, boundaries has been the most important thing for our family because we're all very empathetic and we absorb so much from the external, like turn off that TV. We don't want to watch COVID 24 seven. We know there's tragedies happening out there, but we have to protect ourselves somewhat or we just, all we would do was be triggered and sad. So the TV stays off of, you know, those kind of things. And, you know, there's always going to be something bad happening to other people. We know that, but we can't get stuck on that repetitive loop of, oh, look at this trauma over here. Look at that trauma over there. You know, we know that those things happen and we pray, you know, for peace for people that are going through things, but knowing when to shut down and just like live your life a little bit and enjoy each other has been so healing. Just be outside. Right. And what I remember with Hunter's case was we cleared out the inflammation with the remedies, Belladonna, Stramonium, and Hyos. And they all, they each had a slightly different impact. Hyos helped him with his jealousy towards his brother and Stramonium helped the deeper fears and Belladonna helped with just like straight up rage inflammation. And once we kind of cleared through that, we moved through healing more of the emotional suppression with remedies like Ignatia and Carcinosin and Staphysagria. And those are really common remedies as well. And you really got schooled on these remedies and learning about them. What is it that you saw in, in giving remedies for emotional suppression? I think that the world teaches us that we should just stuff everything down instead of working through it, processing it. Yes, we, we go through things and they're traumatic, but when we stuff them down more, they're going to come back out even more angry and frustrated and sad. So I think that the remedies are what helps us process and feel because sooner or later you're going to feel it. It might not be in a good way. And I feel like the remedies have helped us so much. And we, we have, as a family, I think, we have way more grief, loss, and trauma than the typical family. Just talking with other parents and other friends and family, like, they don't, they haven't suffered as many death loss as we have as a family. So we just have, like, a stack of things just to, like, unpack and work. Like, that's how I, I feel it and all healing is unpacking. Let's unpack this, this particular trauma. Let's work through it. And I mean, now, like, now that I've been working with people for a long time, I don't feel 
like I used to feel like kind of like touch and go with telling people you need to seek a therapist. Like you have to talk about some of the things and work through them. And I feel like therapy should go right along with going to, you know, physical therapy, occupational therapy, your your doctor, you know, all those things go together. Like therapy has been instrumental in a lot of the healing that we've done. In a way, homeopathy is kind of like a, a like a psychotherapy in a way, but finding a good therapist and just working through things as a family has been so good for us. Great, great, amazing. Any other remedies that have been foundational for your family? And you know what? It's so funny because now that we've been through other traumas, like I realize. Even when we started to work together to heal me, that Arnica was something that I should have been taking so much more than I I do. And I feel like Arnica has been really good, like even in the last year for all of us. It's so good for trauma. And I, I don't think I took it that much. When I first started, I was like, oh, I'm sad. Let's take Ignatia or I have all these, you know, deep down feelings that I... I can't feel outside to take carcinosin, but Arnica has been really good in the last year for us, all of us. And aconite, Arnica, aconite, um, definitely Lyme remedies. Like Lyme is, has been like the last layer for us, I feel like. Mm, can you describe the layers, like just the idea of these layers and what the layers were that you moved through? Well, I feel like when we first started with you, definitely all of the inflammation, the belladonna, the hyos, the stramonium. um, And then we went into more of the parasitic layer. So there was the cena and the the granatum and the helix moss and silica. But then I feel like as we went through that, we kind of like dug into that lime layer a little bit because there were times where I'd be like, well, is this like Cena behavior or is this something else? Because, you know, the moon would come around and we would still see like just not nice attitude or snappish behavior. And I'm like, I don't think this is strep. And I think it's really good to keep an open mind about what might be happening. Because the histamine issues were a huge thing for us. And I didn't, and I always thought, well, it's got to be strep. You know, if we have like rage or, you know, anger, it's got to be strep. And a lot of the times the liver is so taxed that that histamine just gets it going. And then they end up going into like a belladonna rage. So just keeping an open mind about what, what it could be. How did you lower the histamine? Castor oil. (laughs) I remember the one time we talked, you were like, you should do a castor oil cleanse like once a month to help like get the lymphatics going and and remove, you know, some of the parasites and Lyme. And I was like, all the years that I have been refusing castor oil (laughs) and it is godsend. I tell any client that has ever had. I don't even remember that. I, re- I remember maybe suggesting that at some point, but that's great. And it's a good reminder that something as simple as castor oil can cleanse 
I think it was when we were doing the Cena phase because it was so intense. And uh, we were starting to see a lot of aggression with the Cena. And you're like, maybe we should just start doing like castor oil once a month. And I still swear by it. I do it twice a month because you just get rid of all the toxins. You know, you get a big purge and then it's like an immediate difference. You feel so much better. You're not dealing with brain fog. You're not having those histamine flares. I I swear by castor oil and lots of magnesium. Wow, that's great. What an interesting clinical pearl. I appreciate that. And you also integrated gemotherapy. Yes, gemotherapy by far has been godsend. It seems like whenever I heard about it, I thought it was like gems and crystals. So I was completely ignorant about it. But then once you had Lauren come for one of your classes, it was like, I felt so much in my gut. I'm like, this is going to be life changing for my family because histamines were still such a huge part of Hunter's journey. And I couldn't take him anywhere. You know, he was so reactive to all things. And whenever I started doing the gemos, it was life-changing because he didn't leave the house. You know, if somebody had perfume on, he would swell up or he would get hives or, you know, just get violently sick. And after like six months of gemos, we started living again, you know, going out, taking vacations. So gemos, supporting the detox, there's nothing like it. <laughs> mm. What what gemo remedies helped you the most in just a, a quick description that of what gemos are gemos come from plants they're just stem cells from plants the shoots the stems the leaves they're just healing from the earth <laughs> and for us we use white willow a lot because that deals with a lot of that ptsd fight or flight nightmares um and we're super sensitive and have had, you know, so many detox problems. And we never make it to the drop amount that they actually suggest on the bottles. I mean, one or two drops. And I notice such a significant difference in kids and moms with the anxiety, anxiety attacks, sleep difficulties, rage. I mean, the list of things that they can help with is huge. But White Willow... And silver lime, I use a lot for the nervous system. And then there's other ones for bowel and, and kidney support, but I use walnut and fig a lot too because they help with candida, lime, parasites. It's just great, great stuff for helping the inflammation in the GI tract. But there's so many gemos that you can use. Um, just to kind of close up, can you describe how your boys are doing now? Because you started with an autism and PDD NOS diagnosis and Chiari malformation and, and Lyme and pandas. Where are you at now with your boys? Well, we decided to homeschool Hunter when he had all the histamine issues. And Tristan did go a couple more years after Hunter, but not, I don't think either one of them wanted to fit into the mold of public school. They're just not made for it. And I wasn't either. 
even when I was a kid, I, I'm a high school dropout. I got my GED and then I went straight in to get my um, nursing degree. We just didn't fit the mold of public school. So they're both homeschooled now. <laughs> they, they hardly ever fight. <laughs> they play all the time together. They're just extra special. They care so much about people and so empathetic. We're still working on the line piece, but everybody that comes in contact with our kids is like, your kids are special. They, they care about people. They don't act like the typical teens. They, they really have good hearts and souls. They're just sweet boys. So we're good. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, what a beautiful way to end this podcast. Thank you so much, Heather. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Hope with Homeopathy. Um, you can reach Heather Stafford through her website. And that ends today. Thank you.